Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto will your host. Thank you so kind for being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's all about immigration. And then if we get a chance, we'll touch on the courts. Very important show. Very important show. Importantissimo. Very important show. Anyway, E2247, the first one in the house, he says, Mitakuya wasi apetu Day, all my relatives, good day. Today's visit will be the greatest ever visit, as usual. Eric Hayes is in the house. How are you doing, Eric Hayes? Uh, let's see what else we got. Yvette Avery Arad is in the house. How are you doing, beautiful? Breach MCP is in the house from upstate New York. Actually, I was supposed to start it off by saying Eric Hayes from Kingwood, Texas, E2247 from all over the the. Indigenous area, we've got Yvette Avery Herod, Atlanta, Georgia, Bridge MCP, upstate New York. We have Melanie Keelan, Barcelona, Spain. We have, paravid, 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 paravid. Scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down. Norman Solomon, actually, he sent me that article. I'm going to post it a little bit later. Uh, let's see what else we got. What else? Missing, uh, Lee Grant is in the house from uh, Montgomery County. Uh, who else? Where is Michael Rudnan? We don't see Michael Rudnan in the house. He will be missed until he gets his butt in the house. Where is Michael Rudnan? We probably have to, somebody got to give him a call. Say, hey, Michael, we are getting started. Where are you, Michael Rudnan? Anyhow, we're going to have a good show for you today. Anyway, folks, let me see if there's anything to read here. Um, U.S. Constitution Amendment 14, Section 3, disqualification for holding office. No person shall be a senator or representative of Congress or hold any office under the U.S. who, having previously taken an oath as a member to support the Constitution of the U.S., shall have engaged in insurrection and rebellion or given aid, comfort to the enemies thereof. And he puts a list to the Constitution as written in Congress today. Thank you for that, my dear brother. Uh, what else have we got? What else have we got? What else have we got? Um, scrolling down. Today's mobile billboard circling U.S. Capitol and White House with the message, Biden and Congress, stop ignoring voters. Cease fire now. I agree. I agree. I agree. Michael Rudnan is still not present. Uh, but we'll find out. Lee Grant says, getting word about Biden's USA versus Yemeni Houthi war. Guess what, Lee Grant? Me too. You know? That is what you get hanging on to a criminal like Netanyahu. Rile up things in the in, in the Red Sea. It's shameful. Alistair Water is in the house from Conroe, Texas. Welcome, Alistair. All right. I think I got to everybody. All right. I got to everybody. Uh, let's go ahead now and play our first video. Today, we're going to talk about immigration. Because, as it turns out, immigration is very important. We have all republic. We, we have a, a, a governor who's talking about killing immigrants. Terrible person that he is. We have uh, people who are treating these immigrants like if 
somehow they are what can i say uh on in it on human or inhuman when the truth of the matter is all they want to do is come here for a job they just want a better way of life when the settlers came from europe and came to america they didn't come here just to have a better job they didn't come here just to coexist they came here to conquer they came here to create genocide they came here and murdered pilfered they came here and created slavery they did all these things and we somehow want to make the immigrants that are coming over to our country because many times a policies instituted by our government through our corporations on their countries so they're escaping to come our way i mean there are various reasons but that is one of them as well and we want to treat them like animals and criminals when those who sell this country in the origin they are the ones who pilfered murdered etc let me stop and read mike Cisek because i want to do this he says these illegals were to overwhelm the red southern states and make them turn blue democrats are now pushing to make all illegals legal you see that is a silly statement and maybe mike Cisak, if you choose to open your mind to learning these three congress people will have taught you something so let's first go with our one of our favorites uh, Jasmine Crockett, a Texan, but a Texan with a spine. Check this out, then we'll take it on the other. I want to talk about immigration. As an immigrant myself, uh, who came through and was able to make it through the system, having had a grandfather who had immigrated from Panama many years before I came, who sponsored my mother, my mother then sponsored me, etc. But before that, I had to come on a standard student visa before all of that could be straightened out. But that's it. That's it. Immigration is an issue that Congress has screwed up. And it is an issue that Congress needs to fix. But it's an issue that Republicans are using racist tropes to somehow have Americans all fearing immigrants. And they are putting all kinds of roadblocks in front of Biden or any Democrat that is attempting to create a sensible immigration system to a land that says we are a land of immigrants. And unlike most countries around the world, based on our formation, given our history, it demands that we be the place open for all people from around the world, yet be in an orderly fashion. But our history dictates that this land, this land that consumes more so than any other land around the world, that we be open to the rest of the world in an orderly fashion. And it was great to see I, uh, a strong woman in Jasmine Crockett who goes out there and without any hesitation makes sure to point out the hypocrisy, the evil within the right wing who continuously 
try to demean the immigrants and not only the immigrants, but not but even even to the effect of having a governor who insinuates the killing of immigrants coming over the border. But I want you to listen to her, a strong woman. And then I want to show a contrast between uh, another Democratic congressperson running for the Senate in Texas who caved in to the evil of Republicans. A vote with them on this particular policy in effect is acquiescing to their evil. I want you to listen to this and then we'll, I want you to listen to Jasmine Crockett and then we'll take it on the other side because it's rather important. These people died at our border. In Texas on Friday, we are here today having a hearing and the pro-life party does not want to talk about the fact that there was basically state issued or sanctioned death at the Texas border. There can be nothing more inhumane than the fact that we have not even decided that we were going to discuss this on the pro-life side. But you know what? I, I do want to talk about some other facts that we have. Republicans can't do the basic job that we are supposed to do. You see, in two days, we are scheduled to shut down. They can't figure out how to do a budget because we're six months behind. But somehow they are going to solve this complex issue of immigration. I seriously doubt it. And to quote a great known as Riri, also known as Rihanna. How about we give a round of applause, a standing ovation, because we have absolutely had nothing more than performative politics. In fact, my Texas colleague just finished his comments by specifically talking about the election in November and who's going to win it. We are not here to campaign. We are supposed to be here to legislate, but we have done everything except for legislate. So let's go through a few more facts. Democrats have introduced legitimate, sensible legislation to address what we're seeing. My colleagues on the other side of the aisle want to grandstand for political purposes rather than work with Democrats and fix an immigration system that has been broken for decades. Republicans continue to vilify people, including mothers and their children. And as I just said, we just lost a mother and her children. We also know that the gentle lady from Florida. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Who happens to be the only member to give birth this session specifically admitted that she actually wants a child separation policy. I can't think of something more ironic than that particular member specifically advocating for child separation policies. Republicans are yelling that states don't have the tools to help with migrants, but rather than work with Democrats, Republicans are targeting communities of color and Democratic cities like Chicago, New York and Philadelphia. 
And while they say that it's about Democrat run cities, I do want to point out another similarity that they have. These are cities that are run by African-Americans. So while I know that they love to pretend as if there are no racial undertones, it is just striking to me that we specifically are going after African-American run cities. And we talk about the mayor of New York. I, I don't know when I've ever seen so much bipartisanship and agreement out of the Republicans, but they continue to talk about what the mayor of New York has said. Let me tell you about somebody else who wants to speak out about New York. And, and I want to make sure that she understands that the Democrats aren't the problem, but the Republicans are. And that's Cardi B. Cardi B specifically talked about her frustration because the mayor came out and said that they don't have the resources that they need. But guess who has actually tried to give the resources to these cities and who has stood in obstruction? President Biden. To be clear, President Biden has tried to give state and local governments and nonprofits federal resources to support temporary food, shelter and other services. But MAGA House Republicans are refusing to give those cities and states those resources. President Biden has tried to put 1,300 more Border Patrol agents at the border to help. But Republicans have obstructed that request. Republicans want to cut the flow of fentanyl coming into the United States. President Biden has tried to give our border agents 100 new cutting edge inspection devices and add 1000 additional law enforcement personnel. Republicans obstructed that request. Honestly, I can't tell if y'all are for anything other than obstruction and cruelty. Just take a look at my governor last week. He said, and I quote, the only thing we're not doing is we're not shooting people who come across the border because, of course, the Biden administration would charge us with murder. I know Governor Abbott doesn't understand the law, but let me say this. That absolutely would be murder. Now, Jasmine Crockett nailed it in every possible direction. But there is a congressman from Texas. His name is Colin Allred. Colin Allred, the football star who could could who is supposed to be strong, who is supposed to be moral. He goes out there and he votes with Republicans against Biden, calling out Biden. I want you to, first of all, get a list of these. I'm going to put it on the screen. List of Democrats who immorally voted with Republicans. 14 House Democrats voted for a GOP resolution to condemn Biden's open border policies. How dare any Democrat hang on to that lie about an open border policy? Allred, Caraveo, Craig, Cuellar. We expect it from Henry Cuellar. Henry Cuellar is a guy who doesn't even respect a woman's right to her own person. Davis, Glus Camp Perez, Golden, Gonzalez Vicente, Landsman, Lee of Nevada, Moskowitz, Nickel, Petola, Sorensen. Those Democrats must be primaried. All of them. And as far as Colin Allred becoming the senator, who is going to go up about Ted Cruz? How can he go up against Ted Cruz if he's such a timid person that he goes ahead and votes? And a, a, a resolution that condemns President Biden as an open border policy president. No Democrats in their right mind would give a talking point, a lie like that to any 
to any Republican person because that vote from Cuellar, that vote from uh, uh, Allred will be used over and over again. He may think it will help him with the with the Senate contest that he's in right now that he hopes to win against El Senor Cruz. But let me tell you, he will not. In fact, every Democrat out there, there is a good Democrat running and he's not some he's not some right or left wing liberal running. He's a he's a fairly moderate type of Democrat running, but he came out against uh, what Allred did, as he should. But he's also running for Senate. Allred, uh, let me take my host hat off right now. Colin Allred has lost my vote. Period. You know, uh, when you have strong women like Jasmine Crockett go out there and point out what the president is wanting to do and being blocked by Republicans, when you have an all red going out there, a, a, a Colin all red going out there, the football star going out there and going against the president in this particular instance based on a lie after Jasmine Crockett has pointed out item for item what the president is trying to do with the issue at the border. It's shameful. Luckily, the senator that it, the, the, the state senator that was running against Allred came out and, and blasted him. He said, State Senator Roland Gutierrez, who is running against Allred for the Democratic nominee uh, for U.S. Senate, blasted Allred for his vote, saying he sided with the GOP extremists. The Democratic nominee that goes up against Ted Cruz should fight tooth and nail against Trump's dangerous so-called policies. If our nominee agrees with Trump and Ted Cruz's idea of border security, then we are in a hell of a lot of trouble, Gutierrez said in a statement. And he's absolutely right. If we don't have people who are out there ready to buck the lies, ready to ensure that they don't get away with lying to the American people, then what the hell are you doing in the party? What the hell are you doing attempting to do what's right? Great job to Jasmine Crockett. Great statement to Roland Gutierrez. So absolutely so. I I went to the wrong frame, but there we go. Let's look at the border funding bill and what it looks like. Only two Republicans voted for it and one night one voted against it. Who's holding back immigration reform again? Thank you for pointing that out to Republicans. Why won't Biden fix the border? Also Republicans. No, actually, it's why would Republicans not fix the border? Because they need it as an argument. They need it as an argument. That's why they need to scare their people. Oh, the invasion is coming. The invasion is coming. They want to scare you. All right. Anyway, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? What else we got here? Uh, Eric K says New York is a disaster just like America. New York is a disaster. Actually, New York is in great shape. New York may have a few bad places, but I tell you, I love New York. I went to New York. I went to upstate New York or middle upstate New York. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I went to New York City, 
when Ashley was out there. Beautiful. I mean, I enjoy, I don't want to live in New York, but I think New York, New York is a beautiful state. It's an intelligent state. It, it educates its people. It ensures its people. It makes sure its people have health care, unlike Texas. Texas is also a beautiful state. Unfortunately, Texas has a murderous govern, government, but it's a beautiful state. And for things where we don't depend on them, we're okay. But anyway, let's go ahead and say hello, hello, Alistair. How are you doing, my friend? Oh, Alistair, call back. Call, call back, Alistair. I hit the wrong button, I believe. Call back. I think I hit the wrong button. So give us a call, Alistair. Anyway, folks, um, so yes, it is important that we understand the truth. Alistair called back. I hit the wrong button. Anyway, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Mike Cisak says, gotta love liars, one after another who's making up stuff. Actually, everything that's been said by Jasmine Crockett can be proven. Everything that I say as well can be proven. Don't let me go up and prove, uh, go ahead and have to print again who are the reliable sources of information. Please don't let me do that. Anyway, Alistair, call back. I hit the wrong button. Please call back. Anyhow, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Eric Hayes, you see how Eric Hayes think? Cardi B is a professional singer, rapper, I guess. And uh, she's, she's, she has lifted herself from her bootstrap, etc. And look how Eric says, wasn't she in gangs, etc.? That is that is what we call soft racism. But anyway, um, how you doing, Alistair? Holy free holies, Batman! You really got them riled up in the chat, Yes, I did. I did. You know why? Because we're talking. We're, we're we're challenging the morality of the right, which is non-existent. From wanting a woman uh, to and- die in child's birth to uh, wanting to kids to die when they try to cross the Rio Grande. We proved that the the, the 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 right who always likes to talk about being the people that that cherish life really promotes death. Go ahead, my sister. And Eric, if uh, he, Eric said, if you hate Texas, leave. Uh uh-uh. uh, not I, call, no dude. way. We want to no. make Texas better. It should be Thank fair you. for everyone. Thank it you, Alistair. Fair for everyone. Thank you, Alistair. On the progressive side, are working on that. You bet your life. Said the right is spewing, like, oh, they don't, they're not fixing the border and blah blah blah. No, 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 no. That falls on your hands. Look at the picture. Look at the picture, and we could pull up so much more proof. Look, we have all we have all the proof we need. I I had to do a special thing to prevent the blinking screen. Instead of sharing a window, I had to share an area of the screen. So forgive that I had certain things going into that area. But anyhow, folks, let me tell you, Alistair is absolutely right. What else is up, Alistair? Talk to me. I, you know, for the for before Roland Gutierrez stepped into the race, Mm -hmm. I I was. I was on a, initially supporting Colin Allred. Yep. But I, yeah, he lost. He once, lost my once vote. Gutierrez stepped in. Well, once Gutierrez stepped in, Allred lost my vote. I, I wholeheartedly. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. 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 Let, let me tell you, Alistair. Um, I, I was still for Allred because Allred, I thought 
uh, was I, I thought and this is where I failed in my thinking. I thought he was a strong guy. I thought he was a strong progressive. But what he showed me is that he's weak. And, I mean, remember, see, I didn't, I didn't ahead. see the progressive in him. I didn't see progressive in him, but I was definitely voting for someone to get Ted Cruz out because yeah. Cruz needs to go back to Cancun. <laughs> well, let me, Canada. I, yeah, let me tell you something about Texas uh, Democrats. All right, uh, you have somebody like um, like Jasmine Crockett, right? Notice that Jasmine Crockett is not a part of the squad. She's very progressive, but she's not a part of the squad. In fact, she works with uh, uh, with our, our senator, uh, not Cruz, but the other one, um, John Cornyn. Yeah, she, you know, she Cornyn. works with him. She tries uh, to do a few things. And Crenshaw. Right. And right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's she's one more. Thing to, to be, if there is one thing to be, she is a compassionate representative. She right. Is. She right. knows, she knows the knocks. And right. She is trying to get the help, get help through to the people that need the help. And sometimes the only way to do that is to work with the other side. To be progressive exactly. doesn't mean you don't ever work with the other side. Exactly. It just means you work with the other side so that things can be done for people. Exactly. Not the, the what is so funny? We crash, but you didn't crash. So there is oh, something. Hot dog. <laughs> hot dog, you didn't crash. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, That's but you right. know, I got it up quickly enough that it seems like we didn't have to regenerate a new, a a, a new thing here. So I think we're okay. I, I think see we're the okay. Chat is active. This, yeah. Or at least. But uh, he, oh, here's the deal. According to Bridge. Yeah, here is the deal. We're back on. But here's the deal. We're going to okay. keep a lot of talking. I got some more videos to show. So. Let me go ahead and get those started, Alistair. Do you, you have anything else quickly to say before we move on? No, I'm good. But if you're a, other than real quick, I just want to say, if you are a Christian, be the hands and feet of Christ on this side of the dirt. Thank you, girl. Thank that's, you. You have a great awesome. one. Thank you. Anyway, folks, uh, now I want you, a, a sort of in light of what uh, was just said by our sister, I want you to listen to uh, Representative Maxwell Frost because I think Maxwell Frost hit this one out of the park. Take a listen and then we'll take it on the other side. I want you guys to remember a name. The name is Representative Maxwell Alejandro Frost. He's a young man. I think he's 25 or 26 years old. He won. He's in Congress. And, you know, the immigration debate is going on in committee right now where we have somebody like Colin Allred who voted against the president to uh, to claim that the borders are open. He voted along with Republicans, one of three Texan Texas legislators who did. And I think 11 or so uh, Democrats who did complete, complete cowardly act. Now, that said. I want you to listen to Maxwell, how he actually caters the immigration debate, and then we'll take it on the other side. Republican politicians have no plan to address the real issues of this country, low wages, high prices, etc. 
their leaders at the highest levels have dipped into the fascist playbook to blame communities and to blame minorities and to blame immigrants for the issues that Americans are facing. And these days, the more fear you can stoke, the better. I mean, one of my colleagues, Marjorie Taylor Greene, has called immigrants terrorists. Uh, and many on the right take their uh, cues from their top leader, former President Donald Trump. From 2015 to just this past Monday night in Iowa, he has used fear and racism to spread false narratives. He said that immigrants are, quote, poisoning the blood of our country, end quote, echoing the same language used by Hitler to describe Jewish people. Mr. Beer, why is it grossly incorrect to paint immigrants as criminals? And why is this rhetoric not only false, but dangerous? Look, U.S. Census Bureau data is quite clear. Uh, immigrants are about half as likely to be incarcerated in the United States as others. Uh, if you look at the illegal immigrant population as, as we have at the Cato Institute, it's, uh, again, it's about 30% less. And that includes all the people that we're putting in, in, in cages just because they're immigrants. So it's, it's not true that they're more likely to uh, end up in our criminal justice system, burdening our courts and our police. Um, and, and also if you look at area studies that look at what happens to crime rates when uh, an infusion of immigrants comes in, We've seen during the 1990s, especially when you had this huge wave, far exceeding anything that's happened recently, uh, of immigrants come into major cities. They, there was this rebirth in the economy in those areas. They mm -hmm. started businesses. They rejuvenated the communities, filled vacant housing, and that brought crime rates down as well. So there are yeah. multiple mechanisms by which immigrants reduce crime and, in and make for a more secure community. Of course. Thank you. Mr. Beer, are you familiar with stochastic terrorism? Stochastic terrorism is to provoke random acts of ideological motivated violence that are statistically predictable. Last year, a gunman murdered 23 people and injured another 22 in El Paso, Texas, using the same rhetoric of invasion and the great replacement theory that we hear from Donald Trump and many leaders on the right. Mr. Beer, what's the point of stoking this type of hate towards immigrants? Look, there's there's only two reasons why you use the word invasion. The first is you want to justify violence against them. Otherwise, you'd say it's a violation of the law. It's illegal. You, you want a law enforcement response. Uh, invasion calls for a military violent response to these people. The second reason is to uh, invoke invasion under the constitutional clauses in which that is used. There's two. One, states can respond to an invasion unilaterally. Um, we know what an invasion under the Constitution means. James Madison said an invasion is an act of war. So we know what an, a real invasion is. We know the difference between mm -hmm. people coming to serve us and so, work for us versus a, an act of war. So this language fuels a lot of these hate, hateful, violent acts we've seen. Oh, absolutely. So I just hosted a roundtable in my district because my constituents are terrified about the talk that's going on up here. An amazing community leader and pastor, Father Jose, brought up a really good point that migrants don't just want to come here. We told them to come here. And Mr. Beer, the Statue of Liberty, situated next to Ellis Island, uh, in an in a iconic American symbol reads, Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempted toss to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. To my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, let's be honest with immigrants who deserve better than what you're offering them. Don't 
welcome immigrants if you plan to reject them. If you keep pushing your bigoted H.R. 2 bill, then also pass this bill. I've taken the liberty of drafting it for you. It removes the Statue of Liberty, our largest symbol that tells people to come here. This is who you are, removing the fabric of America. So I want to know which Republican who supports and voted for H.R. 2 will introduce this bill. If you're going to support H.R. 2 and these bigoted measures, the least you can do is not be a damn liar. As Americans, we must reject hypocrisy and lead with love. And as long as Republican officials are more interested in peddling hate, the solutions and uh, to fixing this problem in our immigration system will only get worse. Thank you. I yield back. Someone yields. I just want to take a minute to um, tell you, I appreciate Mr. Holman. You pointed out that the uh, cages were there during the Obama administration. And, and if it. That is what I like with young Congress people like uh, uh, Maxwell Frost. That is what I like uh, with Congress, uh, strong Congress women like Jasmine Crockett. They are fearless in telling a truth. Too few refuse to throw it out there as far as what America represents. Frost did a great job in putting this out. And many on the right should be embarrassed no matter what they try or how they try to cloak it. They should be ashamed. And I think Frost did the perfect job in illustrating things the way they are. We are a country of immigrants. We have a lot to atone for. We should start now. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. Absolutely so folks, help us please join. That is the right thing to do. Anyway folks, anyway folks, anyway folks, I love what he had to say and, and what our sister just said is, is prescient. Loving both of, uh, of the young Congress per, uh, members for speaking the truth. Absolutely so my dear. Absolutely. So let me scroll back up. Uh, Lee Grant says, get ready for another cold wave in Texas. I know Lee's going to be cold again, isn't it? All right. I hope we'll have nice people at the border that will give some warmth to our people that are trying to get here to the United States of America. Great work, Egberto. Thank you, E2247. Maywood said, so it was you and not my internet for once. It was me. We crashed, but we recovered. We crashed. But we recovered. Thank you very much for sticking around. Anyway, Mike CSAC says, we do help people, but we'd have to even leftists who want to use people's money to claim they are helping people. All we need to do is do the numbers, Mike CSAC. It's not hard to find out who the real thieves are. It's all in the numbers. It's all in the numbers. That's all. That's all. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Egberto, another one. Breach. Breach. You know, if you put it there. I'm going to put it in, girl. So here we go. And guess what? 
I can actually use this one here. Beya, there we go. White supremacists use the Bible to justify their racism. But here's the thing. There are no white people in the Bible. Oops. I, I go like this. Oops. Remember, it was a white girl who put that there. Her name is Bridge MCP. I didn't do it. I didn't say it. Hey, beautiful. I got you. I got you. All right, folks. Let's continue. Let's continue. Lee Grant says, right, the left forces you to fund their compassion. No, the left is moral. The left understand what the definition of society is. It has a definition, you know, Brother Grant. I love you, Grant. But society has a definition. And we all decided to be a part of society. That's what it's all about. All right, let's see. Uh, Paul Fleming says, you've got to show this. Charles Barkley gives his thought on Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley, claiming the U.S. has never been racist during a Fox News interview. Paul, where's the link? Where's the link so that I can process it for you for tomorrow, man? You're going to force me to go look for it? All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? What else we got here that's worth reading? Paul Fleming says, in 1939, 71% said black people were are less intelligent. In 1940, 51% said white people should get jobs before black people. In 1965, 92% would not allow a teenage daughter to date a black guy. But Nikki Haley says, we've never been a racist country. You know, Nikki Haley, I, I, I pray for her. I don't really pray, but you know what I mean. I feel for her. Uh, ella está trastornada en la mente. Her mind is all screwed up. It's so screwed up. All right, let's see what else we got here. All right, Paul Fleming says, Walmart, America's largest retailer, has long been a facilitator of fraud on a mass scale. A ProPublica investigation has found more than $1 billion in fraud losses were routed through the company's financial services between 2013 and 2022. Of course, that's what they live on. Uh, continue, we got Bridge MCP, who says the Biden administration, in a new filing on the Supreme Court, has admitted that three migrants who... Uh, migrants who drowned last week died along the died long before Border Patrol agents sought access to the Shelby Park area from the Texas officials after the administration had blasted the Lone Star State over the incident. DHS and the White House had both taken aim at Texas after deaths of three migrants, including two children, in uh, Shelby Park area last week. Texas has seized the area and was the administration said it was refusing to grant patrol access. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, uh, Paul Fleming says, if Davos attendees actually wanted to improve the state of the world, they would demand massively higher taxes for themselves. Just over the last year, the world's wealthiest families became $1.5 trillion richer. And I think in the next few years, we will have our first trillionaire. So what can I say? Nobody has earned a billion. Nadie, nadie, yet no one has earned a billion dollars. You only get a billion dollars 
working on the backs of others. Melissa Bowie is in the house. Melissa, where have you been? You've been missed. I haven't seen you on our 3 o'clock show. You haven't called into the 6 o'clock show. Normally, we, we depend on hearing some of your words on our show, but we haven't heard you. Where have you been? Great to be here. I'm like, I'm only giving you a hard time, beautiful. Just giving you a hard time. Thank you for being here. All right, let's see what else. Paul Fleming says, when families need housing, Georgia will pay for foster care rather than provide assistance in more than 700 cases over five years. Georgia reported inadequate housing as the sole reason for taking a child into foster care. A Wabi and ProPublica analysis found advocates say it would be cheaper to help families get housing. Of course, of course, of course. All right, Daniel Ledeau. Let me see if I'm going to read Daniel Ledeau's say. Yeah, I'm going to read it. Egberto hopes someone will keep the illegal aliens warm. How about you, Egberto? Well, if I had a few here that were in dire straits, you bet your life I would. You live close to the border. You could bring down some blankets to the freezing. They're wet, so we, have, we do have people that are doing that in our organization, Houston Peace and Justice Center. Thank you so kindly. You see, we, we don't just talk the talk. We walk the walk. Bridge MCP says, here is Nikki Haley Link. Uh, thank you for that, beautiful. I'll go ahead and... No, I have the link about where Nikki said it's not a racist country. Didn't I play that for you guys yesterday? I thought I played that for you all yesterday. I think I did. Uh, anyway, Mike Csak, every leftist should open their home to all the illegals. Millions. Uh, I, I love the way you guys think. I love the way you think. All right, let's see what else we got here. Melissa says, I'm always with you, brother, and I'm always with you, sis. All right, let's see what else we go. What else we go here? Um, but you must call in sometimes, sis. You must call in sometimes because, you know, you, you, you give us some vibrancy. You give us some vibrancy. All right. Daniel Edo says, careful progressives, the elite are pushing th uh, through your socialist global agenda. Be nice. All right, all right, all right. All right, Justin, Judge Shutkin grants in part and denies in part Trump's motion to hold special counsel in contempt of court. Shutkin makes clear that Jack Smith hasn't done anything wrong and that Trump wasn't required to carry any meaningful burdens. I don't know what that means, but I'll have to look it up. There are white people in the Bible. Well, I am curious to see that link that our brother is going to put there. Let's see. Are there white people in the Bible? <laughs> and he gets a place from friendsjournal.org. Uh, no, there are none. Actually, there are none, sir. Uh, be careful with who you get your sources of information from. Yvette Avery Herod tells an, an infinite truth. No human is illegal. Thank you, beautiful, for making that point. Very important. Very important. All right, let's go ahead now and play our last video. This one is mathematical from my good friend, a woman I love because of how smart she is and always have the numbers. Katie Porter. Let's see what Katie has to say about immigration. Leave it to Cater Porter, our whiteboard woman who loves the numbers. And again, once again, 
She points out the importance of immigration and why instead of looking at the border as some sort of an issue, we should look at a border as saying, people want to come here. We need people. Our Social Security need people. Our Medicare need people because we are a population in decline. How else best to grow than to bring other folks into the land of opportunity, the land that really is a land of immigrants, the land who needs atoning by ensuring those who can get here appropriately do. I want you to listen to Katie Porter, then we'll take it on the other side. Republicans seem, as Mr. Timmons just did, to acknowledge that immigration can benefit our economy, and they seem to say the problem is um, unlawful arrival. Um, so let me take them for a minute at their word, and most Americans agree with this, by the way, that lawful immigration is a boon to our country and to our economy. Let's understand why, and then let's look at why that isn't the solution to this problem. Mr. Beer, is the U.S. population um, growth rate declining? It's down 90% from its historic highs. Okay. Can you have a growing economy and a declining birth rate in the long term? You, will, you can have economic growth with a declining birth rate, but it's more difficult. Okay. And I think we can all look at examples around the world of countries that are struggling with this. So our population will start to decline in just a few years, in 2030, if current immigration and demographic trends continue. Correct? That's right. So if population does begin to decline, what are some likely harms to the U.S. economy? Well, look, you look at the Social Security system, if we do not have another 30 million workers available by 2034 than the Social Security Administration expects we will have, then we're facing a situation where taxes are going to have to go up a lot in order to fund the system, and that's going to be a catastrophic hit to taxpayers and, or to Social Security benefits. Um, one or the other. So, so that's one example. Obviously, economic growth is going to be impacted as more people retire. We've heard about the employment rate going down. Well, that's because people are retiring, uh, not because fewer people are working. If you look at the prime age employment rate, it's high, but that's not enough to make up for all the retirees uh, that are uh, no longer working. And Mr. Beer, collectively, even if we just look at Social Security, forget collectively, if we just focus on Social Security, we are talking about in the next few decades, trillions of dollars of shortfalls that could effectively decimate Social Security. Yes, absolutely. You're talking about over uh, $12 trillion deficit in, in the short term. Okay, so then let's, let's say we agree that we need lawful immigration. And I, I hear our witnesses and our, our colleagues on the other side saying, well, lawful immigration, I'm, a, I'm for that. I'm just not for unlawful immigration. So let's talk about this. Of the people who apply, who use the system, and they follow the rules, which I think Americans think we should, they apply for a green card. What percentage of them get it? That's 3%. So 97% do not get one. 3%. I hear all the time from people that they would like people who want to seek a life in this country to follow the rules and, quote, get in line. If you, there is no line at all for many, many countries. Can you explain that? Right. So some countries, you know, you can apply for the lottery, right? You know, if you're from a country without a large legal immigration flow already to the United States. But for many countries, where the, Mexico, India, China, 
of, of Central American countries, uh, Venezuela now, they're banned from even applying for that, that green card lottery. So there's no direct path for them. If they don't have a U.S. citizen family member in the United States, they're out of luck unless they are extremely highly skilled uh, individual, you know, PhD, master's degree in STEM, uh, has a chance, you know, again through the H-1B lottery. So we got lotteries on top of lotteries even for the highest skilled people. So I think this is a really important point for the American people to understand and really important for Democrats to stake out here. What is our position on immigration? And it is that immigration is a huge benefit to our economy from which we all benefit. Whether we are generations past from coming to this country or new immigrants, everyone, every American benefits from a strong, stable, globally competitive economy, and we have to have legal immigration to get there. That's platform one, in my view. The second platform is we want people to follow the rules, to, to have an orderly system. But we have to be honest, despite the efforts of the Biden administration, there is still, because Congress has failed, Republicans and Democrats have failed our economy and the American people because we have not created an orderly system. You cannot wait in line if there is no line. You cannot take your turn if we don't provide an, an, a chance to get to the front, to get a chance to apply. So the fundamental problem here is we have a broken immigration system. And what we're seeing in terms of unlawful immigration we shouldn't be blaming people seeking a better life. We ought to be willing to look in the mirror in this body, in the Capitol, and take responsibility for our failure to update the immigration system and to create an orderly way to boost our economy. As usual, Katie Porter nails it. And it, it, she, she was unapologetic in pointing out that, yes, we want immigration. Stop the the fallacies stop the bad stuff bring these people into our country integrate it into our workforce and let's start making sure that we can continue being a nation of prosperity what the republican policies and methodologies are doing right now is ensuring that we are in decline like many other countries on the other side of the atlantic we spend a lot of time deconstructing Absolutely so. Absolutamente so. Anyway, folks, we're coming close to the end of the program, and I, I just want to talk about one last thing, and that is the story. Uh, let me go ahead and see if I can, I can get it pulled up here. I need to pull that story up because it's important that we note it. Uh, actually, you know what? I want to play something. Uh, the Supreme Court, what I said is right now in a country that's not a democratic country, it is easy uh, to understand why the Republicans spent so much time on the Supreme Court. They spent on uh, Supreme Court and the district court and the other courts. And it's because they understand that the only undemocratic portion of our system in the long run is a court system. And with uh, getting rid of the Chevron doctrine, they, they want to nip away at it at yet another time. Let me go ahead and play a piece that I did this morning, if I can find it, uh, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, if I can find it, because it's important for us to understand what is really, really going on here in America. And then, of course, I can't find the darn 
thing that I really wanted to play, but I'm going to see if I can, as I speak about it. Anyway, the doctrine says the following. Normally, when Congress writes a law, it writes a law in a general fashion, and then the institution of government, the agencies, they are then responsible for saying exactly what that particularly that particular regulation means. It's very typical. Okay, that is what that is how it's done. But what Republicans are trying to do now is they want to tell uh, they want the judges to decide when a when a, a when a Congress law does not say this is exactly what we mean. They don't want the knowledgeable people to interpret it. They want Republicans bought by the plutocracy to interpret it. I want to play a piece that I did several years ago that is actually now coming to fruition. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. That piece that I played on the Constitution, when we talk about the merits of the Constitution, what I wanted to do with that argument about the Constitution and what Trump via McConnell is doing with the Supreme Court, with the district courts, with the circuit courts, is to explain something important to you. It's not enough for us to go out there and just say we want to win the presidency or we want to win this Congress seat or anything. We have to change the mold of the country, the psyche of the country, because there's so much that they know that most people don't like when mcconnell is playing with the supreme court and playing with the district court and playing with the circuit court a lot of people sit back and they don't think it has much impact on them we are trying to establish a more perfect union we are trying to establish a system that works for everybody which means we no longer allow a plutocracy to take it all but you know what the american population is wising up but they're already preparing for a wise population and they're using the constitution to prepare for that wise population how so everybody who studied their government classes understand there's a judiciary, a legislative, and a uh, executive. The legislative makes the laws, the uh, executive executes the laws, and the judiciary interprets the law's constitutionality. Well, if we are going to win all these new elections and we are going to win the presidency, the only help the plutocracy could possibly have is the only undemocratic portion of the American system that was designed constitutionally and that is the judiciary. The judiciary can take any piece of law that the legislative branch passes and the executive branch affirms and say a corporation who now owns all these judges can now say well that law is unconstitutional and it then cannot be implemented we already have gerrymandering that has made the country a country that's not ruled by most california has probably 40 million people or more however million they have and someone of the dakotas have a few hundred thousand and both of them get two senators wow that's a lot of power for a little bit of people and now the supreme court is preeminent the supreme court is, is it's undeniably the most powerful branch of the government and a lot of people don't tell you that they always talk about oh we have this this every the checks and balances there ain't no check against the supreme court unless we're going to then implement the difficult thing of call that's called impeachment but constitutionally you can only impeach judges with either three-fifths or three-fourths three i don't remember the number which means you have to have a hell of a supermajority in congress to do what you have to do so folks the way they intend to destroy the roman intelligent middle class is to do the constitutionally undemocratic thing and that is to use the courts
And it's important for us to get it, baby. It's important for us to get what they're trying to do. Anyway, folks, that is the end of our show. So what I want to ask all my dear peeps to please uh, support the program. How can you support the program? Go to politicsandright.com slash support. Go to politicsandright.com slash support. And that has all the different ways in which you can support our program. But I'd like all of you to subscribe to our Substack newsletter. It's called Egberto Off the Record. Egberto Off the Record is a free newsletter. But for those of you who decide to become a paid subscriber to the newsletter, uh, we you get to read all my books free of charge. That's five books so far. I have three of them that I'm writing right now as well. And you know what? Uh, again, all my subsequent books, while you're subscribing to Politics Done Right via Egberto Off the Record at politicsunright.com slash newsletter, you can read all of my stuff. And I also give a little bit of perks here and there for those subscribers. I mean, look, I want to give everything, meaning I want us to have all the information. So the reality is I want everybody to see everything. But in order for us to be able to survive, we need folks to support it. This is not like the commercial station that you can make all your money off of those expensive commercial. What we do is we ask for your support. So please become a subscriber of our newsletter, a paid subscriber that is, by going to politicsunright.com slash newsletter and join the fold. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.